Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Premenstrual Anxiety Solutions. I feel that the more I talk about this, the more excited I get, and I'm really just excited for this journey moving forward with this podcast. I think initially I felt like, oh man, I need to get all of my golden information out in the first three episodes so that people know every single thing from now until forever. And now I'm just, I'm a little more chilled out and realize, okay, podcast is a long-term journey and it's a long-term commitment in so many ways to you, to myself, to journey with premenstrual anxiety. And so, yeah, so I just encourage you to have that mentality as well. Just, this is a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. We're not going to glean everything overnight. It's going to take time and practice and habit formation and community and vulnerability and there's just so many so many things all wrapped up in there so all that to say I am excited and I'm excited that you're joining me again today and today I'm going to be talking about my number one suggestion for where to begin if you're struggling with premenstrual anxiety so we're going to jump into that and I also just want to say if this podcast is speaking to you or you're enjoying it or you just like it whatever for whatever reason, I'd really encourage you to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Um, this, like I said in my or say in my exit, it helps promote the show. It helps get it get it seen and more noticed so that it helps other women. And it is a way that you can just say thank you to me if, if that is what you wish to do. So I, it's, it takes just a, maybe like a minute, just going to head over there. Or if you don't have Apple Podcasts, then maybe just leave me a rating on Spotify or whatever it is. But that would be, that would be awesome. Okay, so let's jump into my number one suggestion for where to start if you're struggling with premenstrual anxiety. Is the anxiety you get the week before your period feeling too much? Are you just wanting more calm and peace in your mind so that you can feel quote-unquote normal again? If this sounds familiar, I'm glad you're here. Welcome to Premenstrual Anxiety Solutions, a holistic and faith-based podcast for women with premenstrual anxiety. I'm Loren, a nurse, reflexologist, Jesus follower, mom, and PMDD warrior. My mission is to help you navigate the turbulence of premenstrual anxiety through things like understanding your cycle, grounding your identity in God, hearing stories from other women, learning nutrition hacks, and so much more, so that you can have more peace and calm in your life. So, if you're ready to get on up from under your duvet, been there, and start this journey together, I encourage you to keep listening. Let's get started. So, where to start if you're struggling with premenstrual anxiety? It's it's kind of a hard one because I feel like there's so many different things that you can be doing. There's so many different habits. There's lots of tips and tricks. But I think the one that I really came down to was stick with one thing throughout your whole cycle. So let me break that down for you. Um it can be easy to be overwhelmed by thinking I need to do this and then this and then this and this and this and this and this and this and then it just spins us into more overwhelm. I know that's been the case for myself when I put too many 
expectations on myself, even if they're good expectations, even if they're good things that I know would make a difference in my life, if I have too many things lined up and too many, too many, um, practices or routines or habits that I'm starting all at once, then I'm, I, I know that that's just going to be a recipe for disaster and I'm just going to be overwhelmed and I'll probably just end up sitting on the couch. (laughs) So what I have done, and this has taken a long time to get to this point, and truth be told, this isn't just through struggling with premenstrual dysphoric disorder and premenstrual anxiety that has led me to kind of have some habits that I do every single day, but it's also been through my pregnancy, finding out that I had gestational diabetes and realizing I had to make some changes. And then also postpartum, postpartum anxiety has been something that I've struggled with. So you'll kind of see that it's not just through premenstrual anxiety or um, premenstrual dysphoric disorder that my wellness journey has been shaped. It's been through many different factors. And I think that's just the reality of life that we're not linear creatures where we have one thing and then it leads to another thing and then another thing. I think especially with reproductive health, with women's reproductive health, we we have our menstrual cycle and then maybe we get pregnant and that goes on pause for a while. And then we have the baby and then we maybe get our cycle back and have to kind of figure things out again and maybe we try to have another baby, right? There's There's so many back and forth and you're back, back to your menstrual health tips and tricks and figuring that out and, oh, no, I want to try again or, and, or maybe you're not there and it's just premenstrual anxiety right now or maybe you're thinking about having a baby. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but my point is that I think it's just kind of a, a con, not convolute, no, um, it's a, it's a, it's a basket full of stuff, a basket full of all the different journeys that we've been on. And, and I would say that coming to this, this suggestion that I have has been from journeying through multiple different kinds of issues. And most of them have been reproductive health issues. And so, um, so what do I mean by choosing something every single day? I would say that it would be, it would be really difficult just to do something every single premenstrual phase, like every day of your premenstrual phase, because I think we might feel really good in our follicular phase. That's the phase before ovulation and then leads to premenstrual, the premenstrual phase. It would be really easy to think, oh, I just need to focus on my luteal phase or premenstrual phase. But if we can get into a habit of doing something every single day, that's going to benefit us then it's going to be that much easier to jump into that habit when you're in that premenstrual anxiety state. So it doesn't have to be anything big or grand, but it's really just the idea of creating a habit that's something that you know you're going to do every single day and you don't have to question it. You don't have to wonder, oh, should I do this? Should I not? It's just like, no, I just do this. This is just what we do. And then you can just do it. And then it's going to be that much easier to do it um, as you're experiencing the anxiety and the overwhelm and the chaos because your brain and your body 
already know that that's just, just something that you do. So it's not only going to, like depending on what habit you choose, it's not only going to most likely create a positive impact on your body, it's going to create a positive impact on your mind. That it's this hopeful thing that's like, oh yeah, this is this is almost like an anchor right now. This is an anchor that I, I just automatically subscribe to. So what could these habits be? There, there's so many different things you could be doing. Something that I have done pretty consistently, like there's been seasons that I haven't done it when we were moving, it was a bit harder, but we've been trying to go for walks every single day, my daughter and I. We, It's one of those things that we usually just, I don't wonder if that's going to happen. It's just, okay, you're in the snowsuit and I'm in my jacket. Oh, and now we're outside. And so that's something we have chosen to do, or I guess I have chosen to do. My daughter just comes along. <laughs> and it could be that. It could be going for just being outside for five minutes, right? It doesn't have to be hours outside. It's something that you can do every single day that fits nicely into your schedule that maybe some days are a bit longer and some days are shorter, but it's just something that you do every day. So maybe that's going outside or going for a walk or maybe it's drinking a certain amount of water or maybe it's sitting in silence for five minutes and just listening, listening to God, listening to um, a meditative thing or a verse or just something that you can really focus your mind on and uh, allow that that space to be one of quiet and and just presence where you're just you're just there. So as you can see, there's just so many different options, but it, the point is, it's not really what you choose. It's more just the consistency that you have every single day. So you're doing it when you feel good. You're doing it when you're feeling eh, and then you're feeling it when you're when you're in the middle of the survival mode because it's become a habit. So something I would encourage you to do as well with that is start when you are feeling good, when it's easy, and then it, you just keep you keep building it and you keep growing it and it's going to flourish into something really beautiful that it becomes just a normal part of your routine and your day and maybe you can add on to it or um, create something else from it. There's lots of options, but the point is just starting with something and starting it hopefully today that you can you can decide on what you want to do and then just move in that direction. So, and then you'll see in like a month or two, it's like, oh wow, I, I've been doing that so consistently. And I would say, don't be, don't be um, military hard on yourself. Like if you miss a day, there's grace. There's lots of grace, and just try to figure out how you can jump back into it the next day and just keep going at it. So, yeah, just have a ponder about that a ponder about what habit you want to be doing every single day. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's writing out three things that you are grateful every single day before starting the day or when you end the day. Maybe it's doing art. Maybe you love doing art or maybe it is, hmm, maybe it is eating an apple every single day. That's just something that you do. 
So yeah, think about it and, um, and then just start doing it. Start doing it. Don't make it too crazy, elaborate. Just make it easy. Make it something easy that you can easily do, something that's maybe not expensive. Don't let price or expenses be a um, deterrent of you doing it. So, okay. So yeah, that's my number one suggestion. Doesn't matter what it is you choose, but just do something that you know is going to benefit your mind, your body, and start small with it. And you'll, you'll quickly see how it builds into something really beautiful and amazing. And I, I think, yeah, even looking back for myself, like three years ago, going for a walk and being outside, it was obviously something that I knew was important for me going outside and getting active, but it was maybe something that just happened like a couple times a week or like every other day. But now it's definitely something we try to integrate every single day. And at the beginning, it was hard. It was not easy. It was right in winter that I was starting to go for walks with my gestational diabetes. And sometimes I just had to do it on my own. Like I couldn't rely on going out for walks or exercising with my husband. It was something I just had to do. So anyway, I don't need to keep going into this. I think you get the point. But um, choose that one thing and just go hard on it. Okay, I hope that makes sense and resonates with you and just figure that out and go from there. That's it for today. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you have a friend who would benefit from hearing this episode or podcast, send it their way. And if this helped or encouraged you, I would love it if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps get this golden information into the right ears and is really the best way for you to say thank you. When you leave me a review, I'll also share it right on the podcast. Lastly, please know that this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of your primary care provider. By listening, you are agreeing to the full disclaimer linked in the show notes. All right, take care, friend.